0: Hi, guys. Before the show today, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Theme Park Brothers. Um, As you guys know, they are one of our great sponsors. So uh, essentially, when you hear sponsorship, you're always thinking about buying something or purchasing something, Um, but that's not the case. Uh the theme park brothers is actually the Black family. It's Michael and Christina and Jordan and Cameron. And what they do is they travel around Orlando and Florida for that matter, and they record their family's adventures and give you a different perspective on Disney and Universal, SeaWorld, Legoland and the other various attractions in Florida. They really bring you closer to the heart of the magic. Um, So, uh, if you have a chance, please check out their videos on YouTube. You can check out their videos through their Facebook feed as well. But they really are great. They're unscripted. They're a lot of fun. Once again, they are the Theme Park Brothers on Facebook and at Theme Park Boys on Twitter.
1: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the WDW Review Podcast. I am your host for this week, Pete Ponicorvo. I am with my co-host as usual, Chris Malik. Chris,
0: how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm ready to kick everyone's booty today, Pete.
1: Well, that's going to be up to our two other guests tonight. First, you know her from last week, Lisa Yost. Lisa, hey guys, welcome back. I,
2: thanks, guys. How you doing tonight?
1: Good. And our esteemed guest host and guest judge for this evening from the WDW Mousinger podcast, one Mr. Rod Wheaton. Rod, how you doing tonight?
3: I'm doing great. And I cannot wait to hear your restaurant choices. And being judge, I think is awesome because it's totally subjective and nobody gets to argue my point of view.
0: You know what, Rod? I just want to say before we start, you know what? Even uh, no, I, no, 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 even though I can't no, see no you today, Rod, up to the you, look, judge, no. you look awfully handsome today. Rod, your hair is well coiffed. Oh, I just want you to know that before we start.
1: Thank you, thank you. I do
3: appreciate any and all schmooze.
1: It's great. <laughs> you see, you see what I have to put up with every week, Lisa. every uh,
0: yeah, I feel free, Pete. Every week, hey, Lisa. It's not every week. It's like every day on the phone. <laughs>
1: I I was trying to make you sound good, pal, but okay. (laughs) If you want to give the real secrets away. So, as usual, we're going to start with a piece of trivia. And I I believe this number to be as, as accurate as I can get it. But according to the WDW food blog, how many restaurants are currently on Walt Disney World property? Not including carts. These are permanent structures. Mm, good one. One
0: hundred
1: ninety-one. Okay. Lisa, how about you? You got a guess?
2: Uh, we'll go. Let's go with one hundred and fifty.
1: All right, Rod. What do you think? Now you
3: say this is restaurants only and Rest, this is not in restaurants, restaurants only right
1: Restaurants on Walt Disney World property it, they are permanent structured places you can get food All right I am going
3: to say 140
1: Okay according to the WW food blog in about 15 minutes of my counting it is currently
3: 275. Holy cow. Wow!
1: And that does not include a handful of restaurants that are going to be opening in May over at Pandora and a couple other restaurants that are not quite uh, up and running just yet.
0: Oh, man. And Pete, so would it be a goal of yours? How many of these do you want to lop off in your your time as a DVC owner?
1: Um, Give me a number. How many of these would I like to... Yeah. Eat
0: at?
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, there's probably about a hundred or so. <laughs> hundred.
0: I love the number, one hundred. So, hey, now, Rod. Now you're saying that I want to eat at or that I have eaten that? Did you want to eat at About a hundred, right? Oh, yeah, sure,
1: okay.
0: <laughs> it's closer to the two hundred number, maybe. All right. Hey, hey, Rod. You're a foodie, I'm sure every chance i get every chance you get all right before we get into this we wanted to actually ask you and lisa we want to get some uh your gut impressions on a few things because you know we consider you guys experts so uh not to put a rush on you or a time frame on it but you know some of the biggest news that's hit walt disney world recently just want to know your gut impression so i'm gonna fire off and pete's gonna fire off some topics you tell us the first thing that jumps into your mind sound good all right. Okay. All right. Pete, you want to lead off, buddy?
1: Sure. All right, guys. First, this is the one, one of the ones I'm most intrigued by, and that's the gondolas as a trans, mode of transportation.
0: Mm, Rod?
3: I am excited about it because it picks up on something that was planned and abandoned later. So now we get a second shot at it, and I am looking forward to trying it out.
2: Lisa, Lisa. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a really interesting idea. I don't know if it ever would really happen, but I'm really interested to see it, and I I really do hope it it happens. I I think it's a good idea. I think they definitely could use some different modes of transportation because I mainly use the buses when I'm down there, and that can take forever sometimes. Hmm. Okay.
1: Well, I, I will say this. It is a viable mode of transportation, as it is actually used in London right now. And, if you've ever been to Europe in the ski country, um, they use them all over the place over there. Well, did you guys ever ride the one that they had back in the Magic Kingdom early on? I never got to, so this would be like my, my super-sized Ultimate Skyway. Yeah, me neither, Rod. It was it was fun. I loved it. And
3: uh, if you guys saw some of the early plans that were leaked, they're talking about uh, actually linking several of the resorts. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be a blast riding over. You know, Now, of course, the problem is they'll have to shut it down for bad weather and stuff. But, you know, other than that, it's a fast, efficient mode of transportation. And more than that, it's a fun way to get around. So I think it's great. Awesome.
2: And then we'll have the gondola loop.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
2: There
0: you go. Yes. Rod, so let's say, it, so it starts off at Caribbean Beach. That's the next thing. What do you think about the expansion of the Caribbean Beach, the DVC expansion?
3: Yeah, you, DVC is kind of a mixed bag for me. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. That, let's see. How long we have for the show? Uh, no. I <laughs> <with> the, <laughs> DVC, it has some really, really cool aspects to it. You know, obviously being able to come there and, uh, and you know, kind of consider Disney to be your home property. You know, it's got that appeal. Uh, you've got just just this past week I gave three different websites to my brother for DVC resale places that – You can buy the points and you can actually get a DVC even though you're not an owner. And you can stay at a DVC property with a kitchenette and sometimes a second bedroom for less than you can get a hotel room at Disney. So it's got its place. I'm a little tired of it taking over so many properties. But the reason why they keep putting them in is they are so wildly popular with people who are Disney addicts like us. So it's kind of a two-edged sword. I think overall it's good Uh, I I will tell you one thing. I'm looking at construction, and some of the permits have been filed uh, for Fort Wilderness having its own DVC, which naturally raised my eyebrow right off the bat, so so I may wind up checking into it even closer than what I have in the past.
2: Okay, Lisa, what do you think? Well, unfortunately, DVC is something that's never going to happen for me. I think it's a really interesting concept for them to move it down into the moderates maybe i'll have a chance to rent someday um and pete and chris i'm looking at you i'm gonna borrow your point someday <laughs> uh but yeah so i'm really interested to see how it goes with the with the moderates. okay
0: peter
1: all right well we we discussed the, the caribbean beach expansion what about the coronado springs expansion guys thoughts not not really even noticed it or
3: the coronado for me i mean that's one of the hotels that kind of gets forgotten about it's got some it's actually a neat looking property but i've never been i've never spent a lot of time there only because the it was created more for you know the convention crowd and, and some of that sort of thing so it's a little less disney-esque than some of the other properties but uh you know what I think you're going to see this at more and more properties because, despite the number of hotel rooms they have, it just keeps expanding, and they can't seem to build DVCs fast enough for people to uh, to buy them up. So, like it or not, it's here to stay and likely to grow. So you might as well embrace it.
0: What about what about you, Laura? Uh, I'm sorry. Did I, did I say Laura again, Lisa, Lisa? You did. That's all right. I'm
2: used to it. I'm used to it.
0: You know why? I'm, I apologize. On Skype, I have you, and then I it does it alphabetically for me. So literally, your name and then Laura appears right on top of each other. So I am so sorry.
2: That, that's quite all right. My grandmother does it all the time. So, um, honestly, all I can say is ditto to what Rod said. He he said it perfectly.
0: Awesome. Okay, let's get two more. See, I knew I liked you, Lisa.
2: Oh, thank you. <laughs> See, I'm just sucking up for later. <laughs>
1: so far, I'm the only one that hasn't sucked up. I'm, I'm,
2: I'm
1: foreseeing a loss in my future. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, but you and I had a date over there. At one that's of our true. Family. That's okay.
1: We, that's very true. We, we did.
0: Ron, let's start talking your language. What do you think of the Geyser Point Bar and Grill? Oh, I love it.
3: Uh, it's actually one of my favorite places to go. When we stay over there we typically uh, we head down there and have a drink uh, over it because we we bike down there from where we stay in Fort Wilderness, then we walk in. It's one of my one of my kids favorite places to go. So uh, we love it and head there every chance we've got and I think it's one of the best places to sit back, relax and enjoy a drink and taking in
0: the view. Lisa, have you seen pictures of it? Have you seen YouTube videos yet?
2: I have not. No, that one's off my radar a little bit. I definitely have to check that out. Oh, man, it's
0: right off the water. It looks just fabulous. Like, you could – you could. I mean, you're going to have the best seat for the electrical water pageant. That's for sure at nighttime. So something pretty spectacular there.
3: Well, so many people walk down and just hang out down by there anyway. And so when they started tearing up that beach, you know, we were all kind of upset about it. But, you know, the idea of what they're putting in there makes it even more opportunity uh, to get in and enjoy it. So, you know. I'm pretty pretty psyched about
0: it. You know that that kind of describes the Disney community almost in a nutshell. Where when change happens, the initial we all freak out. Oh man, everybody just freaks out. Everyone thinks the end of the world is coming, and then Disney almost inevitably puts out a superior product, and all of a sudden, everyone says, "Well, oh, huh, huh, that's 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 pretty, that's pretty <laughs> nice. I kind of like good. that. We're good. Yeah, I kind of like that now." So.
1: <laughs> All right, we got one more. All right, so this one is probably the most controversial of the items, and that's the ending of wishes.
0: Ladies first on this one, Lisa. Yeah, Lisa,
1: what do you think? Wishes is going away.
2: Um, okay, I'm okay with that. Good girl. Really? I, Good girl. I, I am. Um, okay. Something new and better will come along.
1: You mean like the nighttime parade that we have right now?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Lisa, I said the same thing too, and I felt like I was uh, I was a villain in saying that. So you yeah, also like,
1: said that paint the night's coming, and that's not, they've already <laughs> said that's not coming.
2: Last time we were there, we actually decided to sit outside, like right outside of Main Street, kind of near where the buses pick us up. We just wanted to beat the crowd out. And granted, we didn't have a great view at all, but I was definitely underwhelmed with it. Now, again, I'm sure if we were standing on Main Street and saw the castle behind it, but I'm kind of excited to see what else they have in store for us. Hmm.
0: Rod, what do you think? Are you a nighttime spectacular kind of guy?
3: You know, my favorite fireworks show is still at Epcot. You know, I, yes. that's still my favorite. Agreed. And, I, you know, I like Wishes, but I am totally okay with a revamp. I, I am. Wishes was great. Now, if you ask my daughter Summer, you'll get an argument on that. But I am totally ready uh for something new over there. I mean, look how awesome it was when they started the laser show on the castle, right? I mean I'm I'm totally okay
0: with it. Cool. And and it will be special. To replace something like that, they're gonna need something really special. So I have confidence. I have faith it's gonna be really big. So
1: I, I hope you guys are all right, but
0: um hey I, I'm
1: I'm bothered by it personally. Really are you? So you're you're <laughs> not on board yet? No. I'll I'll be more on board when I have a nighttime parade at Magic Kingdom again. So and, this is uh,
3: like for you. This is like Jacob's Maelstrom. This is your thing. You just can't get on board. Oh no no no! no. I'm I'm. <laughs> oh Lord, Jake, don't Jacob and I oh, are very say close that. on this.
1: <laughs> Rod, I wish you would say that. You you remember? I I did not ride Frozen when I was down there. Yes, as a form of
0: silent protest. I get it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Those two chicks owe me a Maelstrom ride. I don't care. It's all there is to it,
0: Rod. This has gotten into the awkward stage with Pete on his fixation with the Maelstrom and just, mm-hmm. just not accepting Frozen. So,
3: I hear you because I've gotten to where I, I'm afraid to ever mention it on the show with Jake because he
1: just <laughs> he just <laughs> launches. He just Jake is he's a smart kid. You've raised a good kid, Rod. <laughs> Thank Jake you. Jake and I appreciate- are right there with each other on that one.
0: All right, listen. Enough of this uh, the, the, this, this pre-show. Let's get into the nitty gritty here. You ready to uh, to duke it out, Lisa, Pete? You ready to have Rod be our official judge for this battle? I don't All know. Right. If, if,
1: well, let's see. You and Lisa together, yeah, we're probably in the same weight class if you guys both try to take me on at once.
0: Oh,
1: I'm six I'm, six I'm 6'6", seventy five. so, I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm a big guy. I'm, I'm outweighing both of you guys.
3: <laughs> Yeah, we got our picture for Facebook together, I asked him to please please either be shorter or get me a chair.
0: I didn't want to say anything. I I was was letting it go,
1: Rod. (laughs) I was actually crouching down a little bit, though. I
3: have to grab you and Jake's shoulders both and kind of lift myself up a little bit. Hold me up, guys. Hold me
1: up. Yeah,
2: I'm sorry. We need a stool. I'm I'm a little shorty over here. All right, so here
0: will be the ground rules then, Rod. So we each have ten restaurants slash food establishments. We didn't pick any places they had a show, so no hoopty do, no uh, um, Polynesian dinner show. Um, and we're just going to go and put one up against another. So we're going to start off with ladies first. We'll uh-huh. go in the order of Lisa, Pete, Chris, and we'll just propose the first one, and then um, Pete will go next, I'll go last, and then Pete, Chris, then Lisa, so on and so forth. We'll give you our brief one second of trying to convince you, and then you judge where would you like to eat, where have you eaten, or what is the best option of the three. Sounds good? All right, got it. Okay. Ladies first. Lisa, you want to put up your first uh, first shot at it?
2: All right, I'm going with one of my big gu- guns with uh LaCellier. Ooh. Those for the steak.
0: Okay. Peter.
1: Okay. Well, you know what? You we, we can throw it on like that. I'll put up. I'll put up Yachtsman against Lasellier yeah. any day of the week.
2: I, I knew you were going to
1: do that. Mm. Coming out guns blazing out of the gate, both of them. Yeah. And here and here comes Chris's churro cart pick or something.
2: Take it easy.
0: I'm going <laughs> to. He, <have> does, <laughs> he doesn't want
1: to waste it on this one. <laughs> I'm going to
0: play this strategically. Hang on <laughs> one second. I got to think. If I was Rod Wheaton, where would I want to eat? Rod, I might go for a steal here. I'm going to take you to a place that's important to you because I've seen pictures of you there.
3: I was, You know what? If you do this, I'm going to love you for life because if you've seen my post, you know exactly what's going on.
0: Well, maybe not, but it was a post that you were there, your beautiful wife was there, and Jim Corcus was there. So I'm going to take you to Artist Point. <sighs>
3: All right, do you guys have your 15 seconds of convincing ready? Because these are all three great choices.
0: You you know what? I'm going to just leave it right there. I I I think think we let let it
3: fly at that. All right, well, you
0: know, Chris, I have to give you
3: extra points for going with the beautiful wife line because that scored like 20 bonus points right there because she's in the room and she can hear me. Uh, However, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this is going to come down between Pete and Lisa on this one. And the slight nudge is going to go to La Cellier, and the reason is because it is right across the street from one of my very favorite, if not my favorite, place to stop in all Epcot World Showcase: the Rose and Crown. Hang it. <laughs> so you can have before or after dinner drinks. You can sit there by the water and hang out while you wait for your reservation time. I love the Yachtsman. I love Artist Point. But come on, what can be better than having a cocktail by the water, strolling over through that amazing garden, and getting one of the best steaks on
0: property? Okay. So as Pete grins like the Cheshire Cat in the background...
3: Man, listen to the bitterness in his voice. He's upset.
0: No, you have to understand. Oh,
1: you, you, you have no idea.
0: You have no idea. All Chris right. has
1: never won any of these.
0: Lisa is up because no one thinks on the same level as me. My thought process is so askew that no one could possibly think as wacky as I do. So, Yeah, we know. Lisa, you are up 1-0-0. to zero to zero. So, All So, right. At least man... I scored one. <laughs> you're going to do better than that. Pete, you're up.
1: All right. Um... I'm going to go with what has, after after one meal there, quickly become one of my top three restaurants in all of Walt Disney World. That is going to be Tiffin's at Animal Kingdom.
0: Mm, That's a big gun. Rod, I'm going to take you up to the top of the Contemporary and have you sit and have a wonderful meal looking at fireworks at the California Grill.
1: Did I mention that Tiffin's is right at the entrance to Pandora?
0: I, I don't know if I forgot to mention
1: that or not. It's kind of <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah.
0: Lisa, you're up. We're
2: well, lucky okay, I can right. tell time and
1: speak English, Chris. <laughs> uh,
2: let's go to the brand new Paddlefish.
1: Wow.
3: Wow. This this judging thing is a little harder than I expected. See? Not
0: easy. I, we,
3: we no, because... Oh my goodness, Tiffin's is awesome. I mean, you got the African, Asian, Latin thing going on. It, the flavors are incredible, but then paddlefish.
1: And you get a Joe Roddy sketch when you leave.
3: <laughs> just saying. He's working his 15 seconds.
1: Yeah, I'm taking it three seconds at a time. I'll just throw five little things in every year. <laughs> there.
3: All right. Now, I'm going to throw something out to the three of you. Do you go with style? Or do you go with nostalgia and memories on this one? You have no way of knowing which one it is. Which one do you think is the one that should sway my opinion? Because I'm on the fence between two of them.
0: Well, I tell you what, Rod. How about both? Mmm.
1: I like the way you think. I like the way you think. That's weird because nobody understands the <laughs>
0: No one else does, Rod. <laughs>
3: Well, you know what, Chris, on this one you score, because I am totally going with uh, with going to the top of the Contemporary, looking at fireworks for a couple of reasons. One, it's one of the, I mean, old school favorites tops, but they revamped it. It's awesome. And it is the site of every guy's trip. That's where we kick off is at the top, having sushi and drinks, looking out over the Magic Kingdom at night. So I'm going to have to go with you on that one.
0: All right, Lisa. At least I scored one too, so that might be all I get. But at least I all right, scored we're one. even. So Rod, that's where you guys for every guy's trip you start off at the top of the world. There.
3: Well, yes, and and the funny thing is we we do our every when we do our big trip because we go several times a year, and then there's one trip in November where we have like you know twelve of us that go, that are all of our families, our kids, everybody, and we do the monorail crawl. That is our stop in the contemporary. But every guy's trip. We've come over, and usually staying in Fort Wilderness, we catch a boat over, and we elevate her straight up to the top, and we start off with uh, all of us guys together having drinks and stuff before dinner, looking out, having some sushi, and that's how we kick off our guys' trips.
0: That sounds like a spectacular way to start. I, I don't know if you could get a better start than that. That's awesome. So, um, Rod, let me throw something at you. A little goofy, okay?
3: I goofy? Guess... I see what you did there. <laughs>
0: It was unintentional. Um, Let me take you for a casual quick bite. And let me just get this out of the way right now. As goofy as it sounds, how about the holiday sandwich at the Earl of Sandwich? I'm going to go and bring it down just a level. All right.
3: Is anybody else launching against you? You just asking me my personal thoughts.
0: No, no, no. They got to compete against this. The Earl of Sandwich. You could hate it. You could love it. Lisa, you're up.
2: All right, uh, if you went goofy, I'm going over to Chef Mickey's. See all the Fab Five at one time. No lines. Okay.
0: Peter?
1: Just because I want to make sure I get on the board here. I'm going Rose <laughs> and Crown.
0: Mm, now,
3: you, you, you two have to go on the board about that, whether or not you agree that's goofy. That was incredible strategic planning, but is it goofy?
0: He, he he may have fired off the big gun unnecessarily there.
3: All right, well let's see. Is that is that final tally in? Is that it? Yeah. All right, judges are tallying their scores. Can you hear me make this amazing sound effect on my desk? <laughs> okay, uh, I am going. You know what? I'm going with Pete Rose and Crown. I mean, that was probably a foregone conclusion anyway. But I'm going to tell you why. Now, this may start some marital discord in the, a discord in the house of Wheaton, but I despise this is this is like Disney heresy. I know, but I despise the holiday sandwich. Really, it, really, I can't stand it. But my wife, Anita, and my daughter, Summer tear into it like they've been on an island for a week with no food. They love it. I mean they go nuts. That's if there's any way we can get over there for that sandwich, that's what they're gonna choose hands down every time. And for me, that would be like, you know, torture to make you tell me where all all the friends are hiding. You know, I mean just I just I, I can't I, I got certain food weirdnesses, certain textures freak me out and the, and that whole holiday sandwich all mixed up together, that is like like my version of, of torture. And I know it's probably cashing in some Disney cards here, but I just can't
0: do it. Okay. Well. We Was are... that
3: vehement enough?
0: Yeah, wow. <laughs> wow. Alright, so we're all tied up at ones here. Lisa,
2: you are up. Alrighty, let's go over to Trail's End. Oh, man. Where is that at, Lisa? I'm pretty sure Rod knows that his beloved Fort Wilderness I think I've heard of it. Yeah, I think you have. You might yeah, have saw it. maybe. <laughs> okay, Peter.
1: Well, I, I think I'm probably just gonna give up a sacrificial on this one. I'm gonna go with Pecos Spill Tall Tale Cafe.
0: Oh, great lob! Pecos Spill. You know what, Pete? I might have to give up a sacrificial too here. This is a good one. I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with the San Angel Inn just because i like the atmosphere
3: my father's favorite place to eat in epcot it's like a tradition he can't miss it
0: well rod truthfully i've not ever eaten there but i always mean to and it like nothing has the ambiance and feel as that restaurant does even from the outside when i'm walking by it so it's on a list i just i I have to make it there i've never eaten there you've (laughs) never eaten there ever no
3: but you've seen it 50 times as you head in and you do the boat ride and all this? Uh, probably more, but yes. All right. Now, now, Pete, you said you were giving up a sacrificial, but i got to tell you, Pecos Bills, that's a, that's a pretty heavy hitter
1: for a counter-service restaurant. Uh, against Trails End, though, I didn't think I had too much of a chance, but I'm a big fan of it, especially now that they have the new Secret Nachos, yeah. which uh, uh-huh. is on my list. I will I will that <laughs> at some point. That? All right,
3: let's up the ante on this just because everybody knows it does kind of, you know, tweak my personal buttons here talking anything Fort Wilderness. So let's say which one of you can name three items on display in Trails End, and I think that person should get a bonus two points for this, not just one.
1: Winner take all. See, I'm at a disadvantage. I've never eaten at Trails End, so I can't
0: answer that. I have, but for breakfast, you mean food options, Rod? No, 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 no. He said on display, Chris. We've seen places on property. I'm going to say a saddle,
1: a wagon wheel, and a a bridle. (laughs) A saddle?
3: (laughs) You guys do have Google, you know. I can't see you. (laughs) That would be cheating. I, I will give you the wagon wheel because that is the, as you might guess, that is the chandeliers that hang from the ceiling.
0: Well, I know there's a Crockett's Tavern sign on, like, Cowhide right when you walk in.
3: All right. It's um, one and one. Anybody else?
2: Wait, on if you get, I'm Googling. If you,
3: get, <laughs> if you get two more, whoever gets three wins the round and should get a bonus point. If I'm allowed to call that as judge.
0: Well, Rod, does cheesy video games in the corner count? Because I know they have those. Not part of the
3: Disney theming, Mm -hmm. although I should give you the point value because it is in there, and I didn't clarify. I'm trying.
0: Is there a canoe hanging from the ceiling? Again, I'm going to give you part point value, yes. Okay. I'm trying to recall to my best because I'm busy watching my eight-year-olds make messes and now my 11-year-olds make messes so
3: well you've got two half-point values plus you named the, you know in the beginning so if you come up with one more I believe you've got three. Oh man
2: let me think how about something to do with Davy Crockett
3: oh my goodness go to my Facebook page a and deer's look, head just in there come on
1: a deer's <laughs> head and pewter plates pewter plates is right Pete they do and have there is a deer's head. head and I know there is because I'm looking at a picture of it oh they're cheating Rod <laughs> they're cheating <laughs> this is not fair I- Hey, the judge incurred Google.
3: Okay. You know, and I was going, you know, I guess I should be specific. I was going for the Disney theme stuff, but you know what? Creativity. All right. So who was the first to get three?
1: I think I was actually.
3: <laughs> and, and I have to agree. So I think two points go to you, sir. All right. Now, you let me get to believe. If you've been in there. Now, Lisa, you said you have not been inside.
0: No, I have not.
3: All right, Pete, you've been in there. No. No? I've, I've never been there.
0: Okay, all I'm, right. Well, Rod, you know I'm raising my hand. I, I've been in there, Rod. I, I've i seen it.
3: All right, Chris, well, let's take a quick virtual tour. And, Pete, that's the that'll be the place of our second date. All right, uh, all right. Chris, Chris, let's see. Do you remember? Let's see. As you enter and look to the right, there is a scale model of the Gully Wumper from the Dav- Davy Crockett series. On the right, on the wall, right above the gullywumper, is Davy Crockett's rifle, Old Betsy. And as you step in the main dining hall, there is a portrait of Fess Parker. And just for extra bonus points, a full-size standing stuffed bear over in the corner.
0: See that, Pete? On the tip of my tongue, I knew it. I just couldn't say it.
3: And I swear, I dated in high school. I did have a life. <laughs>
0: so Rod is this a foregone conclusion is Trails End the winner here
3: Trails End is the winner
0: oh All uh-huh. right.
3: and you got your bonus point as well for naming your three insides I think that gives you four you're pulling up from behind quickly
0: well, no
1: actually
3: Lisa no, I didn't had Trails End. Trails End
0: yeah Lisa's got two Pete you had one and then did you get one extra bonus point there would that give you two he said two bonus points oh boy Alright, and I've got one. I'm in the I'm in the last place. Okay. Peter, you are up, buddy. Alright. Um
1: You know, I'm I'm thirsty. I'm gonna go with Trader Sam's.
0: Trader Sam's Grog Grotto, because you could get food there. Okay. Hmm. Rod, I hope you got a sweet tooth. Do you have I a do. sweet tooth? I do mm. How would you like How would you like some beaches and cream today, Rod? Ooh. Good shot across the bow. Lisa.
2: How about we go to Jock Lindsay's hangar bar? Oh, these are good ones.
0: These
3: are very good. These
0: are good ones.
3: Alright, so let's go late. Let's go back here. So you've got Jock Lindsay's hammer, uh, hangar bar. You have Beaches and Cream, and we have Trader Sam's Grog Hut. Mm. I, I am going to reiterate, this is much harder than I expected. <laughs> I kind of expected to slap down an answer on every one of these, but if you put all three in front of me, I don't know which I would go with. But I have an answer. Okay. And it has become my de facto meeting place almost every time I either meet with listeners or with family or friends who happen to be visiting Florida and Disney World, and I show up to meet them. And it I is... You knew I
1: should have taken the Backlot Express. Dang it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, see, you were special. <laughs> I took you somewhere I don't take anywhere else. So <laughs> Thanks, buddy. No, my, my de facto meeting place and favorite little hangout to have a drink listen to The Waterfall, and quite often, live, tiki, hula, Hawaiian
0: music, Trader Sam's. All right. Peter, you're on fire. You're on fire. Okay, good choice, Rod. I'm a non-drinker. Well, I'm a very lightweight drinker, and on my recent trip to Disneyland, I actually walked over to the original Trader Sam's, and, mm-hmm. I, and even as a non-drinker, I completely got it. Like, when I walked in, I was like, oh, I completely feel this, and I know why people talk about it like they do, and I I could feel like Disney magic in it. It was it was really really awesome. So and it is so much fun. Oh, it's so much fun.
3: And I think I think I talked to you about this before, Chris. You guys, you know who I actually ran into completely by accident, not by design, totally by accident, uh, two or three visits ago.
0: I do remember this, but I let you tell the listeners because it was like get out.
3: I couldn't believe it myself. I walked in and and actually. I sat at a different table, and the waiter asked me, are you part of this 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 group that just walked in? I said, no. He said, do you know who that is? He pointed over, and it was Eat Lassiter.
1: Yep. Wow.
0: And, of course, Rod said, oh, yeah, I, I am part of that group.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Can you put my Nautilus on there? To, he said yeah. he'd grab one for me.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jake, grab two Nautiluses, quick. <laughs>
3: yeah, well, it was really pretty cool because – You know, I I, the place is usually crowded. I just happened to walk up. There's this big crowd. I thought I would never get in. And um, anyway, as as I walked up and approached the place, uh, here they they I walked in. They opened the doors, and here I walked in with what was a uh, VIP. I had no idea uh, who it was. And uh, so anyway, it it just they turned around and pointed him out. I could not believe it. And uh, and there was John Lasseter. And so it was pretty cool. And so there he was sitting with his friends and, and have a drink. I surreptitiously snapped the fan shot without being too geeky about it. But it was pretty cool.
0: That's awesome. What a great story. All right. Pete, did you lead off that one?
1: Um,
3: I yeah. think so, uh, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, Rod, would you get your elbows off the table? How can you see me? Well, only one place would tell you that. And you've got to clean your plate. I'm taking you to 50s Primetime Cafe.
3: Awesome call. i got to tell you guys, you got to come with heavy hitters on this one.
1: Lisa, what do you got?
2: Uh, all right, I'm going to do the sacrificial. I'm going to go over, and I'm not going to say it right, uh, <laughs> uh, to see the princesses. Yeah, I, I butcher that every single time.
1: Peter, oh you know, I think I'm gonna go with Animal Kingdom Lodge, Kadani Villages, Sana. Oh, wow, wow! Hey, you
3: pulled that one out, bro. That is amazing. I was all set for fifties prime time. Now you've got me kind of, you know, dancing on the line here because Sanaa is awesome. Love the Indian cuisine. Do you guys like Indian food? I love it. Yeah. So do I. I, I mean, i better. I've been married to an Indian girl for 26 years. I was just saying,
1: say, <laughs> uh, you might be in a
3: lot of trouble if you don't by now. <laughs> but since I can eat Indian home, I'm going back to Chris and say 50s primetime all the way, bro. Great call. Yes.
0: Back in the ballgame. All right. Two, two, to four. Rod, when was the last time you had 50s primetime?
3: Mm, probably, let's see, probably this past summer or spring. Okay. was So it? not quite a year. Yeah, I, I've noticed they, they've made a few changes in, in the way that they serve, but it's still one of my fun, uh, fun favorite places. I got to see my mom get put in the corner, which was nice.
0: <laughs> really? <laughs> do you order the same thing, Rod, or do you get something different every time? Because I know people are creatures of habit when they go to that place.
3: I pretty much always get the fried chicken
0: okay.
1: okay. How about you?
0: Well, I'll be honest The last time I was there was my honeymoon So we're talking uh, uh, a boatload a long time ago He ate meat
1: back then too
0: Yeah, so I got the meatloaf back then Many, many moons ago So, But um, if I had to go back again I probably wouldn't get the meatloaf Because I don't eat meat right now But I would love to go back, that's for sure So, Lisa, you are up
2: Okay, let's go over for some pizza at Via Napoli. Oh, that's a
0: good choice. Peter loves that place. Yeah, I do. Big man? You know what else I love, though?
1: Flying fish at the boardwalk.
0: Good choice. Hmm, How do I play this one? How do I play this one strategically? Hmm. Rod, I'm going to take you... To Key West, to the spirit of Key West at Old Key West, I'm taking you to Olivia's Cafe.
3: Wow. Awesome call. Awesome call. I love how you went old school DVC with that. <laughs> Since you start off talking about DVC. Wow. Olivia's ca- I Cafe. You know what? I can't believe you pulled that
0: out. He
3: loves that place. I do
0: love that place. It's such a, a, a little gem And you can always get a table, and the food's always, like, ridiculously good. And it's inexpensive. So it's like, so I'm sorry, no one ever go there. Please leave that place (laughs) empty and quiet. So,
3: Well, you know, you're right, Chris. Nobody seems to know about the place. I mean it's such cuz you know Key West is kind of off to itself, right? It's down there on that corner. Mm-hmm. You know people shoot right past it on their way to Disney Springs or whatever they're doing, but it's this cool little tucked away enclave and you can get phenomenal food there. And like you said, even during heavy traffic time at Disney, it's almost never uncomfortably crowded. It's cool, great menu. I mean, I I can't I thought like there's probably maybe one Disney fan in five that even knows it exists, if that many.
0: And our, our waitress was just awesome down there. She was so plugged in. Like, the conversation, if we never ordered food, my wife would have I would have left there and said, that was a really cool hour that we just spent with that waitress. She, she was <laughs> so plugged in. It was such a great experience. Well,
3: I think that's an awesome choice, but I'm going to have to go with Lisa because the pizza at in Italy is just the way. It's awesome. I'm going with Lisa on this one.
0: Okay. All right. Lisa, you're up. Nice choice. Nice choice. Okay. Peter, is it your turn? Yep.
1: Okay. And I'm going to go really quick, quick service. Go over to the Polynesian and hit up Pineapple and I for a Dole Whip.
0: Pineapple Lanai for a door. You can see, Rod. We varied our selections. We didn't all go with the heavy hitters. We tried to encompass a little of everything. So hey, you guys are
3: mixing up really, really well.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on the opposite end of that. I'm gonna take you to a full buffet, potentially the best buffet on property. I'm taking you to Boma. Mm. Lisa. Uh,
2: okay. How about, all right, I'm a seafood girl. Let's go over to Cape May Cafe. Another
0: good buffet. Another mm-hmm. good
3: call. You know, I'm waiting on these really close ones. I'm waiting for one of you, when I when I say what my pick is, for one of you to say, he chose poorly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we've, I think you've given us good rationale why you picked them, so I think we all agree. Well, I, oh. This is wow. You know, I'm gonna have to say, Pete,
3: under normal circumstances you say Dole Whip and I am down. But on this particular on this particular row, because of the uniqueness, the locale, the ambiance, the atmosphere, the smells, the sights, gotta go with Boma.
0: Boma. That's always a Malik family favorite. We go for breakfast and it never disappoints. It's awesome.
3: We have not been there for breakfast, but we've been there for dinner. I think breakfast might be a must-try in the future. Matter of fact, if we're, ever, if we're ever down there at the same time, we might have to do a live restaurant review and try out the breakfast.
0: That would be great. Rod, we go because, honestly, I've got to worry about the kids' tastes. i got to make sure they're happy. So we get the African-inspired breakfast foods. The kids get their Mickey waffles. Everyone leaves there happy. It's a happy medium for everybody. So, Excellent. Is it, uh, is it my turn, Pete? Yep. Okay, so we've got it two, is. two left. Looking at my picks here. Rod, how about the Sci-Fi driver Drive Dine-In?
1: Good
3: call. Who's going to go against that one?
2: All right, I think I'm, I'm up, right?
3: Yep, uh... you're up. Uh...
2: How about Cinderella's royal table? We can eat in the castle.
3: Mmm. One theme against
1: the other. All right, Pete, you got to come out swinging on this one, bro. Okay. It's Thursday night, <laughs> around seven thirty. A couple of tables available over at the River Roost. Hmm.
0: So you should specify, Pete. The River Roost does serve like uh, they have. River Roost like,
1: does have a a bar food menu. Correct. Buffalo wings, nachos,
0: Starlight Mints, and a wrapper rod. Just in case you're interested.
3: <laughs> and and you and you know what? How are you gonna go wrong with Yeehaw Bob? Exactly.
0: That's what he was counting on.
3: I mean, how are you gonna miss out? Oh, this is another an, another. You episode. can't miss out. I feel like this is like picking my favorite child. I mean, this is just, like, not fair.
0: Rod, you could sit in a car and eat. In a drive-in movie theater.
2: What's okay. better than yeah. like eating in a cafe?
0: Better a girl? Way to chime I, in, Lisa. That a girl? Can, with a bunch of
2: chicks. I can, s- I
1: can <laughs> sit in my car and eat at a drive-in theater in West Chicago, Chris. That's yeah. a movie game. It's thing, not though. the same feeling, Pete, all right? <laughs> it's not the same feeling. I have and I get current movies there
3: up in Cinderella's castle too. I mean, you, oh, you can't you can't put a price on that.
1: Except that when they do the fireworks and you're inside the castle, you can't see them.
0: Don't you none know, like of the windows are clear. Don't be a negative <laughs> nanny, Pete. Come on now. You don't mind
3: <laughs> Pete. <start laughs> like, man. You got Yeehaw, Bob. I'm going with you anyway.
0: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you can't get turned on Yeehaw. <laughs> so a is Pete the winner there? Nice you go Yeehaw eight. Bob?
3: Clear winner, River Roost, even though, you know what, it's kind of a cheat even calling it a restaurant, but, you know, eight it's got eight. Yeehaw Bob, and my kids are grown up to where now, if I gave them a choice of the Castle or Yeehaw Bob, they're going with Yeehaw Bob too, so okay. that, that's a nod to having grown kids.
0: <laughs> well, Well, Pete, you have five to three to three. I'd say it's yep. over, but sometimes Rod's a tricky devil, and he tosses in double points just for the right pick, so just so you know.
3: Right, Rod? Absolutely. Oh, I think you have to let me know when the last round is because we have to go this with like a it. lightning round where you have like Rod. This is the last to round. Turn the game around. Is this it? This is it.
0: This is it. This is, this is it. Okay. All right. You this know is what? Okay. Pete's got five. Lisa's got three. Chris's got three. And this is it.
3: All right. Well, you know what? Bring bring your best, but bring what you know because we'll dive a little deeper.
0: Oh no! I think we're all in trouble now.
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> we're doomed. Go ahead, Lisa. Oh, I'm up? Okay. Yep. How about we will go to Splitsville for some dinner and bowling?
1: Mm, out of the gate, looking great. I'm, I'm always up for something a little a little different. Maybe a little warm in a, a chilly 55-degree Orlando evening. Maybe a Canadian-inspired dish from the Daily Poutine.
0: Ooh. Hey Rod I want to take you to the only 90 star Michelin restaurant in the state of Florida I might seat you just maybe me and you maybe we'll talk about Disney at the chef's table at Victoria and Albert's
3: I was wondering was anybody
0: going to pull Victoria and Albert's I tried to save the big gun for hey, the hey, end
1: Hey, hey Chris, I, I got a question for you You are aware that Michelin does not give stars in Orlando, right?
0: Pete, I'm I, I'm sorry, I can't hear you, Pete. What are you saying? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, oh, uh, is it
1: breaking up again? Yeah, that's it's convenient. All
0: right, good. All, I wasn't oh. going to fact check you on that.
1: They, so they are AAA five diamond rated, but that's okay. <laughs> Pete, yeah.
0: I got this from the site Alternative Disney Facts. All right, just so you know. Ah, uh, I see. Okay, so Rod, we're at the nine <clears throat> the what? 90s star Michelin restaurant.
3: All right, all right. Now just for the record, everybody state your state your preps again. So we have
1: we have Victorian Alberts and Pete, you have? I have the daily poutine, french fries, cheese curds and gravy. Is that a cart, Pete? No, it's not.
0: Should it be a cart?
1: No, it shouldn't.
0: <laughs> have you ever had poutine, Chris? Of course I have. Pete, there's no meat involved there, of course. And and yet you you scoff at it? Are you kidding me? No, I'm just trying to sway Rod, as a
1: Chicagoan, I need two points. It's a cold-weather person. you understand re-person? this? I need two points.
0: Lisa, I, I, I Lisa, think this, you need three is, I points, think this bro. should be a three-point call. I really do. Three points. This should be a three-point question. Oh, I think Rod's setting us up for something. I think, <laughs> I think he's a bowling fan. I think, Lisa, Rod's a bowling fan. I'm, I'm hoping. Okay. All right, now, I... <clears throat> I, I want to ask
3: a little more information because this is kind of important. You're, you're talking about three straight points, right? So, what I want to ask is why should yours trounce the other
0: two? Okay, good question. Lisa, you want to go first?
2: Okay, well, where else in Disney can you get food, drinks, and go bowling? Have a good time. Have a meetup. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Something there's like insinuates that bowling is a good time though.
2: What a fun bowling! <laughs> <laughs> getting colder. <laughs> you put cold <those> up. <laughs> <laughs> the getting afraid. colder. Okay. Big
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. guy, you're up. You
1: it. Know My choice isn't the most expensive. It's not going to take the longest amount of time, but it is a down to earth, average guy. Just good hearty meal. All and right, Pete. You got, got a favorite poutine ones. from that? You Got a favorite poutine? From I it? I like the traditional: just brown gravy, cheese curds, and French fries. The classic poutine. Yep. Okay. All right. And
3: and what do you say, Pete? Tell me about Victorian Alberts. Why does it trump the
1: other two?
0: Yes, Pete. Tell him why it would trump the other two. Would you?
1: Uh, it depends. Is Chris actually taking you there and paying for it, Rod? Because if he is, you should give him the points because it's going to cost him probably close to a grand or more by the time he brings his 12 kids, 15 15 dogs. Correct.
0: (laughs) Rod, I tell you why I picked it. Because I have three kids and I have three dogs. I realized my opportunity to go to Victoria and Albert's. It will never happen. It will never happen. Um, But I could dream. I could wish and I could hope. So someday, maybe on a date weekend with my wife, we visit.
1: And waste money because you're not going to eat the meat. Oh, you
0: eat your poutine have. in the corner already. All right. Uh-uh.
1: <laughs> easy there, veggie boy. You never know. All
0: right. All right. I have a little clarifying
3: <laughs> question for each of you. All right. You ready? Hit us. All right. So Lisa, at, yeah. at Splitsville. Burger or sushi?
2: I'm
3: not a sushi oh fan, so I'll go with a burger. Uh, no way. Yeah, don't You know what? Sushi. It's okay, Lisa. Both answers were great. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Both
3: are great. I just want to know which one you like. All right, Pete, how about but, you? But sushi
1: <laughs> was the correct answer there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I am a sushi guy, but they do have one of the, if not the best burger on property. All right, Pete, for you, have you tried the Fireball Sangria?
1: No, because I don't like wine. I'm not a wine Aww. drinker at all. Okay, all right, all right. You know what? I'll, I'll, give I'll, I'll, go, I'll go, go with back. you over to Raglan Road, and we can drink beer all night. I'm cool with that. But it, Or better yet, we can go to La Cava and just do tequila shots all it's night. Tequila I'm really cake. Cool with that. Have you tried the Latin or Italian poutine? no but it was it was on the list of things to do on the last trip which means it is on the things of must do on the next trip in october all right so now just like that we've
3: got our third date now I go back to you chris tell me if you were to go what would you order or do you even have a thought on that would you just tell the waiter i want you to pick and order me just straight down the menu don't even tell me what it is Just order it and let me sit back and enjoy the fineness.
0: Well, here's what I'm doing, Rod. I don't even have a thought in the menu, but I know I'm dusting off my finest baby blue tuxedo. Oh, God. (laughs) Is that frills and stuff on it? Yeah, it's ruffled. I am dusting you off my finest orange color tuxedo. Awesome. And we are sitting like kings amongst men eating whatever the chef prepares for us.
2: You got the top hat and the cane to go with those. And they're gonna
0: pull up. And I hope you s- saw Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> oh yeah, dog shaped van
1: covered carpeting. Oh yeah.
3: You know what? I almost have to give you the three points just because you were able to pull out the old tuxedo references for Dumb and Dumber. However, oh, <laughs> however, I'm gonna have to move away from Victorian Alberts. And that brings it down to Pete or Lisa. Now, Pete, one last pitch. Why do you think poutine can beat Splitsville?
1: Because you can get in, get your poutine, and get back to the parks, or spend some time in the shops or some of the other restaurants. The poutine isn't necessarily going to take up your entire afternoon or take up your entire stomach. All right, and Lisa, do you
3: have a condescending reply to that?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Condescending, no, but I will say at Splitsville, you can can take your time, you can have some fun with friends, have some food, have some drinks, bowl a game or two if you want, you don't have to hurry, and there you go, no rush.
3: All right, well, I think the answer is pretty obvious here. I mean, I know you guys already know this. Do I even have to say it, or you already know which one wins?
0: Hang on, I'm still choking, knowing that Victoria and Alberts got passed up for a bowling alley and a food cart. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It just—I want to see the. I feel, I feel a little faint all of a sudden here. Hang on, okay.
3: Listen to the dub, 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 because you never know what's gonna come next. <laughs> All right, you know what, Pete? I was with you till I realized you hadn't had the fireball sangrias. I'm afraid Lisa gets all three points. Plus, you know, I'm a gentleman, ladies first. so had a
0: girl, uh-huh. Lisa. You
2: uh-huh. had a girl. So nice of you. Thank uh- you. <laughs>
0: so, Lisa, you are the champion. Six to- All right. Six to five to, I think, just around five for me, so we're good. Uh, yeah, uh- something,
1: like, something like that.
0: <laughs> Rod? You've been an awesome judge. I love talking with you on the phone. You always got an invite to come on our show whenever you want. Um, well, I always
3: have a good time when I hang out with you guys. Jake always says we got to get together when you guys come to property too.
0: That would be awesome. Rod, if people, like, like they don't know how to contact you, please. All right, this is Rod Wheaton already. But, Rod, how would people contact you if they wanted to? Well,
3: you can find my show at www.mousinger.com. It's on iTunes. It's on Google Play. It is on Stitcher. You can find it most any place. The website is also, it can be streamed live from there, same name, wdwmousinger.com. Or you can follow me at, at Rod Wheaton on Twitter, or you can find the Facebook group, WDW Mousinger. So uh, tons of ways to get and connect with, uh, with us. And also you've Jake's vlog over uh, by the same name, WW over on YouTube now. So you can, you can find us a whole bunch of ways, and we love
0: interacting. Awesome. Lisa? Chris,
1: Chris, I think you got to get over there and watch one of those vlogs because I think you got a shout out in one of them. Um,
0: the uh, the last one I actually watched from Jake was probably I want to say maybe maybe a month ago. He went through with one with his uh, his his buddy who's a Star Wars expert all the way through Animal Kingdom, and that was pretty cool. So he did a really cool job. That was some uh, some wild video, and he actually did it pretty artistically as well too. So,
3: and he just bought a new camera and a whole bunch of equipment, so he's kind of going all hog with it now. He's he's really getting getting into all this it's funny you you guys are dads it's wild seeing how your kids grow and the interest they pick up It's
0: pretty cool. and Lisa
3: you've got kids too so as a
0: parent you can see the same thing yeah yeah Lisa how could people get in contact with you
2: oh well I'm not sure they want to but Lisa they uh... (laughs) want to go
0: bowling with you Lisa are you kidding me
2: alright if you want to go bowling you can reach out on Facebook uh, just at Lisa Yoast
0: and what else can you plug
2: Oh okay Give us a uh, I am also I am also an agent with Mickey World Travel uh, I have an email address which is Lisa Yoast at mickeyworldtravel.com and I have a Facebook page over there you can just search Mickeyworldtravel Lisa Yost. okay and Pete I am so glad you brought that up because
3: I was about to say you are selling yourself short Lisa go ahead and tell everybody what you did 100%. Tell them your Disney
0: connection 100% yeah um Pete. You want to plug anything, buddy?
1: Um, no, St. Baldrick's is over. I didn't even bring that up this year. I slacked off.
0: You did slack off. Yeah. Well, well you can talk to both of us over at the Facebook page at the WW Review. Uh, that's on Facebook. You can also find us on Twitter as well. You as, also... as
1: opposed to the Facebook page that we have on Twitter.
0: Did I confuse that?
1: Yeah, you
0: did. No, I, Pete, you Pete, said the Facebook page on Facebook. Pete, I'm I'm still stunned. I, I'm literally going to start a page right now. Why Victorian Alberts is better than a bowling alley in a food cart? <laughs> I'm still stunned right now. So, um. No, uh, anyways, uh, probably
1: the same reason that the car dealership was a bad idea. Oh,
0: would you with this car dealer? Oh, all right, Lisa. Hey, you Rod. know what? You know what?
3: Since you asked, I will give you a quick couple of answers. All right? Please. Um, couple of things. One uh best sushi on property all right i am a sushi guy I love sushi although the burgers there are great too but like you right now chris ironically uh i am doing very little in the way of meat anita's got me eating vegetarian so um, well, ninety percent i'll sneak a little meat here and there.
1: so you had a veggie sandwich when we met up <laughs> that's right that's
3: right well, you know it's been pretty pretty good. I mean I've dropped sixteen pounds and I gotta say it does feel good, but I'm a meat lover, so this has not been an easy journey, my friend. let me tell you and and I still like like even uh, tonight I actually did get a couple of of uh, chicken wings when we got our vegetarian uh, meal at this one one place so I do sneak a little bit of meat but but however, uh, even beyond that, what I love, and why I was immediately drawn to Splitsville with Lisa's answer is, uh, have you guys all three gone in and explored before? No. No. Mm-mm. Have any of you explored it before? No. Really? Not no three of you. Okay, check this out. When you come back, even if you have no desire to go bowling whatsoever, and, and we've joked about this on my show, name me one other time, place, or life where you would go to a bowling alley for food. I mean, really? Mm-hmm. But. But there you will. The food is phenomenal. I've taken my my whole family there to eat, and we've never bowled there. We've never bowled, but the food is that good, okay? So the irony of deliberately going to a bowling alley for food is enough to spur you to go there anyway. But even when you get there and you're finished with your meal, take a walk around. Chris, Pete, what's the first year you went to Disney?
0: Oh, boy. Did I... Thirty-eight years ago, thirty-nine years ago, as a one-year-old,
3: and and did you go? You know, times when you were like old enough to know and remember stuff through the years. Sure,
0: absolutely.
1: Okay,
3: all right. So this might catch your attention, Pete. What about you?
1: Oh man, it had to be. I was probably twelve or thirteen.
3: Okay, so, so you actually—you're talking us.
1: like nineteen, eight, like. 1989, 1990? All right, so you still might
2: get it. How about you, Lisa? It was uh, Christmas of 89. I was 11. Wow.
3: 89. You were 11. I just got depressed.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Doing
3: the math in your head, huh? I'm just realizing I had just started dating Anita and would be married the next year, and you were 11 years old. I suddenly (laughs) feel like the oldest man in the room, which I probably am. Okay, but going back for real, when you guys, if you go there, when you come back next and you go look around, go up on the, up on the, there's multi levels. You get the first level, and then you take the escalator up. You look around. They have some wall length murals that is all vintage. Disney World stuff. I'm talking about wall-sized murals of, if you remember, the bags from the '70s, Chris,
1: mm-hmm.
3: with the the red background, the red hue with the with the like the circle bubble-looking thing over top of the contemporary hotel with the monorail. They've got that wall size on there, and they've got stuff like that all over the walls. They've got old vintage. Uh, what it looks like from uh, back when Orlando was all orange groves, and they were just starting to develop it as a tourist attraction. All the, just the artwork and the, the, the props in the place alone are enough to go see it. Then you add in the fact that it's got the, the best sushi on property, in my opinion. And I don't care if you bowl or not. The place is worth a stop. And I'm telling you, you guys, check it out and you'll understand why. Perhaps not as a culinary experience would I place it over Victor- Victorian Alberts. But given a choice on our game tonight, you'll see why I picked it.
0: Rod, I tell you what you've done. Now when I go down there and I walk into Splitsville about two hours prior, I'm calling you up and I'm going to meet you over there. You got it. Is it a deal? You got it. It's a deal, my friend. All right, buddy. Hey, everyone, thank you for downloading and listening. Rod, Lisa, thank you for joining us. Lisa, thank you again for joining us. Thanks for um, having me. uh, If you could, go to iTunes or Stitcher, leave us a review. We'd greatly appreciate it. So for my friends Rod, for my friend Lisa, for my buddy Pete, again, thank you and have a good evening. See you. Bye guys.
3: Good night. Had that, that was a good time. That was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. You guys had great things. Although I did make one boneheaded statement if you caught it. No. I realized it after I said it. I didn't I'd left it alone.
0: Well, you did actually say to Pete describe the Victorian Albert, so I, I chimed in on that, but I don't know if that was it. So. Oh well, then I said two boneheaded things. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> That's we say a bunch. What did well, you say? Okay. When
3: you first asked me who did I see at John Lasseter, did you catch what I said? You Cause said, I was talking to I was talking to Pete. So did you hear what I said?
2: You, you said Pete Lasseter. <laughs> yeah. 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 But you know what? My feet kind of cut out right at the yeah, first name. Did. I wasn't sure if I heard that right. It did.
0: You know what, Rod, you're okay, because I tell you what, it did cut out. All we heard was mm, Lasseter. Yes. Yeah. So it was okay. So, yeah. And came
3: back a few minutes later, perfect. and I said the name again the right way, but after I said <laughs> I'm like, was like, oh my gosh, I think I just said Pete Lasseter, for
1: Pete's sake.
0: It was John's brother. Don't worry, you were good. <laughs> It's
1: John's third cousin twice removed, yeah.
3: Pete I thought, oh my god, you did not just do that. I was like, yeah, I think I did. Leave it alone. Just keep going and pretend like nothing happened.
0: Well, yeah, I, move along, nothing to see. I called the sci-fi drive-in. I called it, like, I don't know what I said, a sci-fi the dine-in drive-in. dine-in <laughs> drive-in.
1: Oh. Yeah. I just thought of something. Uh-oh. I missed a big opportunity. Oh, well. With? With? With not choosing something that I should have, but it is what it is.
0: Because now you're thinking of Rod.
1: Um, no, actually, I was thinking of where Rod and I met.
0: Oh, uh. okay.
1: So Rod, Rod now knows I did not choose the Backlot Express as one of my uh, my restaurants. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but that's okay. So that's okay.
3: That, that, was, that was an odd first date, anyway. <laughs> I would normally have picked a better place to take you.
1: Oh. Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a, a cheap date, but I, I don't necessarily have to go to Yachtsman every time, so, you know, it's okay. <laughs>
2: it's Pete, you're starting to sound like my husband when he talks about me. Come
0: on, now.
1: Well, I I, I think I was a Yachtsman the night before Rod and I met, so...
3: <laughs> <laughs> He was still happy over his steak the next night. Yeah. <laughs> I would be, too.